I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How's it going? Yeah, it's all right. Good. You know, all good in the hood. Got the mother-in-law around, so. Yeah, very good. It's good because uh, we get to go to bed together tonight. You and the mother-in-law? Which is rarity. <laughs> Ignore everything I say about our email address. <laughs> I say the correct email address at the end of the podcast, which is studio at theboxsetpod.com. Beep. Welcome to the Box Set Pod. On tonight's show, we talk Black Mirror. No spoilers outside of episode one. Our job is to decide whether to continue. Welcome back, Jamie, because he has, uh, with some effort from his wife, Lauren, at all stages that we find impossible to imagine, has made a human being. Oh, that's exciting. Welcome back, Jamie. Yeah, I've made a child. Uh, did a great job. Great labour. Great. Um, That's enough of that. Polished off for macaroni yeah. and cheese. Well, we'll we'll come on to it. We'll come on to it. We don't need to. We don't need to. But basically, we, we've hard. got it. We've got to come on to it. We'll come on okay. to it first. Thanks to Kev Spencer for tweeting us at the box set pod and at Howell and Jamie. Um, hello, Kev. If you want to tweet us, how will it spell H Y W E L? Thank you for the tweet, Kev. I remembered. Uh, thanks also to Chris Allen, who emailed the box at pod at gmail.com, who says, I took your advice and nosedived, in, nosedived into Nurse Jackie. It's been great. It's great to hear people take our advice. Uh, when not working, I would be wandering around watching it on my iPad. Only two weeks to get up to season seven, episode two. And then I woke up on December the first and it was no longer on now tv oh you can only watch up to season four now so i had to spend money on it what a scam thank you for the email chris yeah if you look below the titles on now tv you can actually see the expiration date so check that out every time because it'll pinch you in the ass set a reminder or it'll drive you insane also thanks to pam for emailing the box set pod at gmail.com pam absolutely loves iZombie which comedian and political talker Tin and Dewey came on and talked about she loves it, she says Howell remember your own rules, you'll be glad you continued watching it Yeah, and I feel like we were a little bit overly brutal on iZombie and on Tin and especially you Howell, you laid into him like a <laughs> like a right mother look the point of this podcast is to judge something on its first episode and based on that first episode I could not believe that a smart guy like Tin was watching cack like that but as we know the reason we are here is that pilots cannot be the deciding factor because they are made on a small budget there's a lot of work done in between the pilot and it being commissioned so we need to we need to shush um well 
Pam as the only person on this podcast who actually commits to the recommendations. Everyone else doesn't bother. Uh, I'm quite full up at the moment, but I will watch it, I promise. If you want to email or tweet us, do theboxsetpod at gmail.com. We can see you listening over there in Burbank, LA, Bangkok, Thailand, London, Norwich, even Preston, New York. We can see you listening, and we really want to hear from you. So please say hi. It makes our day. Remember the the on theboxsetpod at gmail.com. Now, please welcome to the podcast, everyone, uh, which tonight is Jack. Marsha, are you there as well? I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry I'm late. I have the most Canadian of excuses. It was very snowy. I told you <laughs> it took me a long time to I said she'd appear with a, some elaborate excuse. It's uh, <laughs> fair enough. And uh, and Jack, Work Experience Boy, is here as well. Hello, Jack. Hello. Hi, so, how are you? Yeah, is it snowy in uh, Lancaster? No, just a lot of rain. Well, that's a shame. So, yeah. um, let's let's get the Jamie baby chat out of the way, shall we? Welcome back, Jamie. Any questions for Jamie? Well done, Jamie. Well done. Hello, yeah. Marsha. Hi. <laughs> how, how's, how's being a dad going? Uh, yeah, great question. Um, it's uh, <laughs> quite an experience, Marsha. It's been intense. It's been... Has been a lot of poo and wee. He weed on me very quick. First nappy change, he weed on me, pooed everywhere, and he did a vom. He was like he did a treble whammy on me, and uh, it was highly impressive. But he's a great character already. He's smiling. I know it might be gas, but he looks like he's smiling, and he's already losing his hair like his dad. Like oh. he had quite a bit of hair on his head, and now he's got a receding hairline. So he's like a baby old man. It looks so uh, much like you, but asleep. I, I can't. I, it really freaks just me like out. Me. It really yeah, freaks me. Mouth out. wide open. Yeah. Um, the birth was uh, hard, but uh, and you know what? If you have any doubt about who is the superior species, men or women. Just watch a woman go through giving birth and tell me that they are not better than us because it was hell on earth and I was just watching it. Was it? It was horrible. And, like, you know, Lauren's like, she, she said she could probably do another, but I mean, I don't know if I could. Wasn't she absolutely off her face on drugs, though? Yeah, she was on all kinds. Of, she was on a fentanyl, which is, is that the, the same drug that uh, Michael Jackson. Oh, really? On. Really? Yeah. So she's a very she had, she, had a, she had a controlled dosage, obviously, but, uh, you know. Good God. Go, so so um, yeah. I, the important question is, you know, what kind of relationship am I going to have with this child? Will I be Uncle Howell? Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah? Um, you going to let me see it? No. I think well, you'll be Mr. H. <laughs> danger, danger man <laughs> keep away uh, well um, i've already uh, i've already introduced him to game of thrones because what happened what our what our routine's been is that lauren will go to bed when lauren's been going to bed now i'll stay up with george till like one or two in the morning and uh, i'll binge watch a bit, a bit, first of all, I binge watched Mad Men with him again, which was brilliant because I never got to binge watch. I always watched it week by week. Yeah. And now I've been binge watching Game of Thrones with him, and uh, he bloody loves it. He's a big he fan of Tyrion. Yeah, he yeah. must love the yeah. There's the a lot of boobs there. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. a lot of boobs, and he does love boob in general. Like he can down five ounces of milk in about twenty minutes. Jeez. He's got a real appetite on him. And um, um, and. Yeah. 
Um, when it comes to poo and wee, because this is something that, that's always massively put me off, um, is it true what they say that like you don't mind the smell of your own baby's poo? Well, this is a weird thing. Like his poo smells caramelly. Like it smells. Not to like... me, it wouldn't. Not to <laughs> me, it wouldn't. So I think you, the answer to that question is yes. You do like the smell of your you own. You do baby's like, poo. yeah. You don't mind. You don't mind it. That's for sure. I would. My, I would puke if I was there and a baby shat on me. I would be sick on the floor. <laughs> That's it. The worst thing is when he's done a poo, a big one, and he and you clean it, and he continues pooing while you're cleaning it. Uh, <laughs> and that's hard to deal with. Oh, that's <laughs> just a fight. That's a hopeless fight, isn't it? Yeah, it's a disaster zone. But you know, it's been fun, and uh, you know, I've not I've not missed out on my TV as well because whilst whilst we've had a child, we've also been watching Westworld. Oh yeah, which, uh, we've got definitely got to do um, an episode on Westworld because. I would Very imagine Gilmore Girls would be perfect for background. No, well, that's a good point as well, because that is exact. Lauren, especially, has been loving G- Gilmore Girls on Netflix because go. it's easy to watch. Mm. And the thing is, you, you're slightly brain dead because you, you're knackered and you, mm. you mm. need something that you, is just going to kind of wash over you. It's and if you miss major plot points, it doesn't matter yeah. really because the story kind of unfolds quite easily so yeah Gilmore Girls has been a revelation it's good though isn't it like the relationships in it are really Mel and I have done Mel and I have done two specials on this now so I shouldn't talk about it much but the relationships in them are very real even if the world looks uh, a little bit dreamy Um, yeah it's just the only issue I have with it is the, the soundtrack Oh, it's just yeah, this yeah, yeah. weird woman going la 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 and then this is a sad bit it's la 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 <laughs> well I can say this with 100% certainty you haven't watched enough of it yet because that's nothing like what it is I can tell you what it is it goes la 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 and the sad bit is oh, I can't remember but it does that drive you that was the sad bit wasn't it um, no I was happy but anyway so um, good any more questions for the new father I can hear the responsibility in your voice Jamie you sound much more grown up I can hear the Change chicken me. in your voice what are you eating <laughs> 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 Lentils. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, all right, let's talk Black Mirror. How much have you watched? Who's watched what? Jack. Um, well, I've watched. I'd probably say about ten episodes overall, but I've watched it in a topsy turvy order. Okay, cool. They're they're all standalone anyway, aren't they? So yeah, yeah. that's fine. Marsha, I've watched everything. Yeah, can you finish your food, please? <laughs> now I can hear myself coming back, like on a loudspeaker. Oh I'm what so are you sorry, doing? I'm you... so unprofessional. This is what happens when I'm away for a few weeks. You actually sound like the person who's just had a baby, but you always sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> just like stuff flying everywhere in the background. I'm sorry. It's because I thought I was going to be home for half an hour, and then the snow delayed me. That's so exciting, though. Don't, don't you love that? The snow. Yeah. It's, mm, I do love it, but I bike. I'm, I'm a cyclist uh, and I bike right through winter and I fell idiot. off my bike on Thursday and so I'm very gun shy. That's, That's why it took so long because I kept getting off to walk whenever it got a bit too Jesus, icy. what are you riding a bike in the snow for? Oh, Come on, do your bit for the environment, but not when it's snowing. 
<laughs> no, it's because I'm lazy because I don't want to stand around at public transport stops freezing my ass off. You've not got a car. Whereas you get on a bike, you're sitting down, you continue sitting until you get to your destination. Okay. How much have you watched of Black Mirror? All of it, all of it, all of it. Oh, excellent. So um, we're talking about the Netflix Black Mirror here. So I think that that's, that's the 2016. So it's like the fourth or fifth series or sixth series from the original. So the third f- it's the third series. It's the third series. Yeah, the third yeah. series. I mean, okay. It's not something that you have to watch in any particular order in the mm. first place. Uh, and the Channel 4 ones are on Netflix now anyway, so all of them. All series, including the Christmas special with John Hamm, mm. is a uh, nice. Is all How much have you watched? All, all of them. Right. Well, I've watched one, so I've only watched. And the episode Ooh. we're talking about is the one that's based on um, it's it's a, it's a satire on our mobile phone use and social media addiction. So, um, episode one, um, and I loved it, but I watched it a few weeks ago, and I haven't watched any more. Maybe we will get to the bottom of why. Hmm. It's interesting, yeah. Uh, just to start with, you've watched episode one, and, and, and episode one, because each episode, um, obviously Charlie Brooker plays a major role in the creation of each episode, and sometimes he writes and directs some, some he passes on to other uh, collaborators, and, and that first episode, Nosedive, it's called, hmm. is is uh, directed by Joe Wright, who did uh, Atonement, and it's written by Michael Sher and Rashida Jones. Michael Sher, who's done like Brooklyn Nine Nine, oh. and um, uh, Parks and Rec, and Rashida Jones is from Parks and Rec as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, who's the star of Parks and Rec? Yeah, mm-hmm. Quincy Jones's daughter, in fact. If you didn't know, did you know? I did know. I knew. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> all right. So, just is this is this is the podcast over? Does everyone love it? Mm, I want to talk about you not having watched more than that episode. All right. I loved it. I loved it. All right. Well, um, I'll tell you why. I think because it, um, just like Charlie Brooker's articles, if if Charlie Brooker was to write an entire novel, uh, an inter- sorry, not a novel, um, if he was to write an article that lasted the length of a novel, I would really struggle because um, he... Well, it, it holds a, it holds such a mirror up to us that it's quite exposing. A dark mirror. A mirror, one could say, that was the opposite of light, like a black <laughs> hole or something like that. Um, it, and, it, and it's quite... Um, I agree entirely. Like, I am obsessed with telling people to put their phones down and, uh, and I, I think it's an awful uh, addiction that we've all got of, of playing these games. Um, social media computer games of ourselves and so i agree entirely but it's also representative of of quite sad parts about our lives of of our situation and so it's not necessarily a pleasant they're excellently made if the budget was crap on them it would be a really unpleasant experience (laughs) you know do you know what i mean it'd be like something holding a mirror up to us really well and not fun to watch because it didn't have good acting or cinematography or um script you know i'm glad that it's really really well made um if it was a documentary, and it has that feel, there's underneath it, there's quite a dark, exposing documentary that's kind of behind each of these things in a way, or a study. 
um, and it doesn't therefore it makes me you know on a tired Wednesday night not want to reach for the remote and go oh let's learn some shit about ourselves that, that yeah. we need to know yeah and you're right like there are episodes that are incredibly dark and hard to follow and and, and might leave you kind of feeling a little bit like oh human beings are shit mm. and you kind of feel like that at the end of some episodes uh, and certainly like there are episodes uh, like the next one that you'll watch after the next one in the series, series three, playtest. It's who called, is sorry? Guy. Is that Marsha messing about? Oh God, I'm so sorry if it is. I thought bloody hell. I thought I was muting myself. Mute myself. I'm mute, so sorry. Mute yourself and then set it's up, I'm, set I'm up your PA system or what? And I'm not. And I'm, I'm trying not to be noisy <laughs> and I'm being noisy. <laughs> Jamie, you were saying the next episode. You're yeah, the, the next episode after that is called playtest. It's about a guy who. Uh, goes to test out this new virtual reality computer game and it's extremely dark and horrible and the ending and that's the thing with a lot of these episodes they end with like a a really sad like just horribly you know desperate ending (laughs) and that's one of the you know there are episodes like that within all three series but then there are there's the odd one like there's an episode in uh, season three episode four called San Junipero that's actually one of the very few really uplifting episodes where it's a really nice view of how technology and humanity can make for a, a happy ending. And uh, so there are really, like, there's, a, there's the odd episode that actually has an optimistic rather than a cynical look at the future that we're building for ourselves. So, yeah, I see what you mean, Howard. And it isn't something that's very bingeable in that respect because it can get you down. But um, It feels like I'm, I'm selecting a TED Talk and the title of the TED Talk is Why We're All Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's... I think it's um, like if someone said to me, I'm just going to watch one episode of Black Mirror, I would mm. not recommend they watch the Dallas Bryce, Bryce Howard one that you the watched as the only one. The, no, the first, oh, the first episode one, of right, the right. series. Yeah. Um, because... It was really good, but to me, even though it's bleak, it felt like it had a kind of a lighter touch than some of the others. I mean, some of them, as Jamie says, are really dark, um, mm. but it but it felt like it was less clever than a lot of the others. And I think for me, when they're really bleak, what keeps me watching and wants me to watch, wants to make, uh, makes me want to watch more is that they're so smart. And I feel like with that yeah. one, the concept of it was pretty straightforward and you kind of got it in the first. Yeah, it felt very concept heavy. Like the... um, and then, and actually, interestingly, there's an episode of Community that is almost exactly the same as that. And Charlie <sighs> yeah. Brooker, Charlie, which is the one about Meow Meow Beans. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. and Charlie Brooker has since said he hadn't seen that episode of yeah. Community before he wrote it. Um, and, you know, it's, it's not a, a total radical idea no. um, that we're all kind of judging each other on social media. But I just felt with that one, that you had to really buy into the character and buy into the storyline. And she was quite a hard character to love. I mean, she's very pretty, which helps. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think that there's a lot of the others, the second episode in particular, the one that Jamie's talking about, it's like, it's not easy watching, but it's so, you're so interested and, and at every turn you're so like, oh my God, and that could happen and that could happen. Same with the Christmas special, which I think they have on Netflix as episode four mm. of series two, um, it's called Black Mirror White Christmas, that it's like, it's, it's heavy and it's brutal, but it's so interesting and it continues. It keeps doing things where you're like, oh yeah, because if you had that, then you'd also have to have that. And I felt mm. like 
that episode that you watched didn't do it. And then the other thing I'd add is there are some episodes where even if it's like, so I have a TV buddy and we were watching Black Mirror together and sometimes we'd be like, okay, we're going to watch one episode and then, you know, I'll leave and we'll go to bed. But after, say for instance, that second episode, we had to watch another TV show because we were so <laughs> mm, Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Like, Marsha, what would you, what if you had to like recommend one episode of Black Mirror to watch, what would, what would that episode be? Um, I think, well, my favorite ever episode of Black Mirror is, uh, BRB, which is the first one from the second series, which I found to be, it's the one with the lady and her husband and they're moving into a house and he thinks everything and puts them on Instagram. And with that one, I loved it so much, partly because I found it's so hard to do this without spoilers, eh? Uh, I found the concept so interesting, but also it was so moving. And I think for me, so often watching yeah. TV, it's a thing of what would I do if I were in that situation? Actually, same with the Christmas special. Christmas special is broken into three different stories. One of them I just found to be kind of a bit brutal and ouch, but the the second two, it was constantly thinking, well, what would I do? And I think mm, also yeah. with a lot of Black Mirror and the Dallas Price Howard one didn't do this, it really... Um, gives you a lot of moral questions to chew over. I mean, the other one, the other one that was kind of a hard watch from this new series was the one uh, with the army that starts off with mm. um, soldiers in the army. And I feel like it's again, it throws up things about technology and morality that really makes you think a lot about, you know, your knee jerk often is to be like, oh, that's terrible. But then you start thinking, but actually, and even the other day I saw something on the street and um, I make my life difficult because I don't have a smartphone, but I have an iPod touch and that's how I take pictures. And I saw this thing on the street and it's winter and I was like, I kind of want to take a picture for my friend because it's funny, but I don't think I can bother, be bothered to like take my backpack off my back, fish around, find the thing, pull out my camera, take off my mitten. And I thought, oh, if I had a black mirror camera in my eyeball, I could just take a picture right now. <laughs> that would be so convenient. Well, um, and, and, and immediately I was like, oh, I think those things are terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, two two points. One, I'm so glad there's someone else on this podcast that can talk for a lot longer than me on just one simple question. Um, <laughs> and second point, Marsha mentions her TV buddy every time she's on, and I'm starting to imagine it's a balloon with a face drawn on it. <laughs> Um, number three, um, you still, I don't think I've answered the question of, of, of this series that's on Netflix oh, that yeah, I can actually oh access, which episode, try and answer in, um, at the okay, title of an episode, which episode um, do you think I should watch? Oh God, I don't have the titles. Can you ask someone else another question okay. while I look at well, the titles? And then... No, don't, because it'll ruin your Wi-Fi. Don't worry about it. Email me another time about it. But, um, but I would say... I'll tell you why I liked that first one. Um, mm-hmm. That you're you're saying that the first one isn't as dark and isn't as brutal as many as some of the others. My problem with it is already it's darkness and it's brutality. The first one, I, I quite, I thought, I thought it was unfair of you to just boil your description of the lead actress down to her looks. I would say she's an excellent actress. Um, oh yeah, totally. And and <laughs> above all, very very funny, and it, it allowed space for comedy. So. The downside of having one concept where you go, okay, we get that after two minutes. Okay, yeah, it's drawn out. It's a really extended metaphor, I suppose. And um, but what it did allow is is a structure that was planes, trains, and automobile. It was a farce of her trying to get to mm-hmm. a wedding, and and the failure of that getting worse and worse. 
and I enjoyed I enjoyed the fact that there was kind of a semblance of traditional comic structure and the brother was very funny in his reaction to how insane she was and she was funny in how insane she was um, do the other episodes remain comic or do, does it change depending on the episode oh they definitely change I mean uh, what do you think Jack well, I think the the first episode was absolutely awful. I'm not I'm not oh. gonna lie. Mm. I, I, I really, it was too uh, happy go lucky. Even though there was a sinister feel to it, it was a bit too happy go lucky for me. I really like the dark and uh, depressing. The episode where um, the young boy oh. is caught yeah. in front of his computer screen. I absolutely love that episode. Yeah. That's called <laughs> Shut Up and Dance. That's episode three, Howell. Right. Yeah. Do you know Jerome Flynn? It's brilliant. Yeah, he's in and it. Which was the, oh, the one with um, the wasps that fly into your ears. Yeah, oh, that's the last watch episode. Yeah. I got there's, stung there's, in the ear oh. by a wasp when I was a kid and I'm really freaked out by uh, wasps. The, oh, watch that one. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that one, brilliant. that episode brilliant. three, the, the, the kid in front of the computer one, I can't, for some reason that that's the episode that is like I still think about it. I watched yeah, it, it stuck Black with Mirror. me as well. I know because I watched it like a month ago or so, and I still like find myself thinking about that episode. And I don't know why. I think it's just it 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 is something extremely like horribly dark. And I know we can't tell you too much about it, how just because it would it would involve twists and or, or just plot spoilers. So, but it, it's yeah, it's it, there three. are episodes like that that just stay with you long after, and mm-hmm. you kind of find it. You find yourself. You might not have. It's it's not that it's enjoyable enjoyable in some way. It's dark and it kind of just makes you think differently about things. And mm-hmm. that, at its best, it kind of just changes your perspective on mm-hmm. certain things. But I like being had me on the end of my seat. But then mm-hmm. the other episode uh, containing the lesbians, I was I was bored. I was oh really? You know, I like mm-hmm. that one. No, I see. And it's the same with like we're saying about the the first episode. It just it didn't inspire me to carry on watching it. Hmm. I was glib about Marsha before because I like scoring points against her where possible. But <laughs> Marsha made the point that, you know, it makes, and Jamie just made the same point really, but it makes you remember things, makes you see certain things in the world differently. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, um, because I believe that I'm um, smarter than everybody else, uh, I believe that I've, I already see the world in this way. Certainly with that first episode, I already have that perspective and I find it so depressing seeing everybody on their phones everywhere and doing that stuff and so for me watching it it doesn't make me see the world different it makes me um spend time in a place that actually i like to avoid because i can't bloody change it, it but i think that's very particular to that episode because i feel exactly yeah. the same way and i also don't have a smartphone get you know want people to put them down i'm very aware of this and i'm incredibly active on social media and i'm aware how much so, i'm scoring so what points. makes you carry on watching then what makes you and so also what that's what i mean is i think it's particular to that episode which as jamie said isn't written by Charlie Brooker. Um, he no, he wrote the story, but he didn't write the teleplay oh, of it. And um, and so I would suggest, like, in, in answer to your question that you asked ages ago, that I now had time to look up, I would suggest either episode two, playtest, or episode five, Men Against Fire. Mm. They're both pretty brutal. You might have to do what I do, which is watch an episode of Arrested Development or something to come down <laughs> afterwards. Mm-hmm. But those are the two. Like for me, those are the two that I can't stop thinking about. I literally this morning I forgot we were doing this podcast. 
And I lay in bed this morning running through, like kind of re-watching in my head Men Against Fire because I just yeah. – that's the one for me that I cannot stop thinking about. And it's interesting also that, um, Jack, you said you didn't like San Junipero, the one uh, with the lady couple, because I did really like it, but I watched it after I watched Shut Up and Dance, which mm, which yes. I think is the darkest by that far. Was, and so mm, yeah, I kind of needed the comfort of like <laughs> – yeah. I want to delve deeper because we're supposed to be representing people who uh, um, find the first episode difficult, and I didn't. Why mm. did you, Jack? Why did you find the first one? You found it boring? It, yeah, it just didn't grab me in. There was You no, are the generation um, that's hooked on the mobile phone. Did, you, did it make you think about yeah, that? Yeah, or? it did make me think, and um, it made me think that this is the way that we're going did as it? a general society yeah yeah but, you, definitely. but what you you got that quite quickly and then the rest of it yeah everyone that i'd spoke to had said how dark and depressing black mirror was going to be and i watched it because of that that's what i was wanting to watch something that would mm. scare me a little bit right and then i watched the episode and thought well everyone was just having me on but then i flicked through all the synopsises of the different episodes and found the ones that sounded like they were going to keep me up at night and scare me and then just stuck to them isn't it interesting that, you know, yeah. Jack, who is 15 years younger than us, is, like, seeking out <laughs> misery and drama. <laughs> I'm actually well, avoiding it. I think it's like you said earlier, how when you said that it's like a documentary, like, it, that's the kind of mentality you, you when you want to watch them, like, when yeah. you're in that mood to watch a documentary, something that's like, it's going to make you think and it's going to make you look at your world and look at the world in a in a wider context. And like when you when you're in that kind of mood, cause sometimes you do just want to watch like a a really good documentary, something meaty and makes you think, but is also entertaining. And that's that's what Black Mirror. When you're in that mood, it's perfect. Mm. And and that's probably why with you, Jack. You know the the darker ones, and if you're in that mood to watch something that really is going to push you, you to think differently, then that's where that they're the episodes that really connect more. And yeah. Um, yeah, I totally get that. I think that it is sort of that mentality that you're in when you're watching it. it isn't necessarily in a in a binge watching TV show thing. It's in it's in a kind of mm-hmm. documentary. Want to? I want to know things. I want to learn. I want to understand our world in a different way. You know, especially with the one with the boy in front of the computer. That's completely. Ch- I cannot now sit in front of the computer <laughs> with a screen facing at me. I have to put, even when I'm at university, I have to put a bit of blue tack in front of it. I, I've, it I've really got a sticker over my out. webcam. I've got a sticker over my webcam right now. Really? I should yeah. do that. You should do. Yeah, I mean, this is something that. I think it was mentioned by like uh, uh, the FBI ages ago. Someone director said people should make sure that the cameras on the laptops are covered over. And, and all my location services on my phone are all switched off, everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Those opportunities, though, Jamie, now you've got a kid, when Lauren leaves the house, you're not going to be able to just go to the laptop and put a sticker over the camera. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You've got to be. You got to be in other rooms uh, looking after something else. <laughs> Nursing another. To, to, sorry, come on. <laughs> to talk about favorite episodes, though, and all all <laughs> three series are on Netflix Tower. It's not just season the the latest stuff, you know. Oh, so you can it's go under back two and different watch titles, is it? No, they're all on there. Just if you go, if you go season one to three, they're all on there on Netflix. Season on Netflix, season one, episode one is the one we've just been talking about. No, no, season one, episode one is the um, is the it's team the one about the, episode. Yeah, the, the prime minister. 
this is the first one that came up when I clicked on Black Mirror. It's, yeah, but you were probably how, taken how straight. How long ago did you watch it? You'll have been taken straight to season three. They'll have started mm-hmm. you on their newest episodes because they're the ones oh. they've created. Oh. Yeah, that's what happened to me. I had to go back and find season one. Oh. So if if you've got all three of them, then I would recommend that you watch the season one episode one, the one about the prime minister. That was the first one I ever saw. And um, and actually the other the other I spoke to someone the other day who'd only watched two episodes, and they I think they'd watched the one you'd watched and the very last one, and didn't really enjoy either. And I told them to go back and find that one. Um, <laughs> I find which people I find people who do that so weird. Like the logic of you know people who like read the last page of a book first right. whatever what the <laughs> hell is wrong with you <laughs> I, um, i'll watch yeah, the I first what, and last yeah, what on. i liked about that one is it's set pretty much unlike all the others it's set pretty much in present day and for me that one was the funniest but it was funny somewhat you know you it was so dark that you had to laugh somewhere very deep <laughs> <on it yourself. laughs> well that's the one yeah. that came true in the david cameron um just rumors of shagging a pig isn't it Mm, yes, kind of. Kind of. Is, yeah. that, is that that one? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Brought out before yeah. or after that scandal? Um, it was brought out oh, before, before, yeah. before. Yeah, like two or three years, wasn't it? Ah. Mm. By the way, I'm not saying David Cameron shagged a pig. I'm saying there was a there was a story that he did in a someone released a book that said he uh, some weird initiation. He put, his, anyway. he put his genitals. Allegedly, um, the episode I, the episode I'd choose for you to watch for one Black Mirror episode is the season one episode three, the entire history of you, and that's uh, that's about um, people are given memory implants that record everything that they mean that they can access every single memory of everything they've ever done, human beings, mm-hmm. and for me. It's like brilliant and it's heartbreaking at the same time. That's my favourite ever episode still to this day. Oh, it's nice. just so sad, but it's so incredibly well done and really like moving. And that's the episode that really got me in uh, hooked on the show. But there's there's so there are so many that mm. kind of do connect, and it just depends what kind of mood you're in. Well, this is an odd box set to talk about because you're not saying make it to episode four. We're, we're saying make it to four episodes, but not necessarily the first four. Um, yeah. So, of that series, we're saying two, three, four. Um, the first episode ever. That's 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 another four. All right. Well, perhaps I will crack on. I, I'm still not hearing, you know, in radio, Marsha and Jamie, when when you meet normal working class people who watch the X Factor, and you realise they're not the they're not the kind of people who sit around and say, "Did you see that article in the Telegraph?" Right. Um, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm still not hearing an argument that doesn't sound like that. I'm not hearing like a heart-based, oh my God, you're going to love this, your life will change because dot, dot, dot. It's more like, this is going to fuck you up. <laughs> no, but I feel, I feel like it's not, it's not just that it fucks you up, it's that it makes you think about, like it really poses really interesting yeah. moral quandaries. And also for me, the reason it's so powerful is because, because I am like you a little bit Luddite, hmm. um, my knee jerk always is like, no, that's bad, no, that's bad, no, that's mm. bad. That's why particularly the one about the army, the episode five of the new series, your knee jerk is like, that is horrific. And then they kind of talk you through the mm. logic. And you go, oh, okay. like I don't agree yeah. with it, but in those circumstances, I can totally see why that would mm. make sense. But yeah, it's really, and that's what's brutal because then you're like, still no. must be because you guys could, you guys could get a history of philosophy book and learn 
shitloads, but you don't. There must be something about this which, on the popcorn level, is actually. Gripping, oh yeah, like, I think it's really yeah, well I shot, it, really well. And that was the music, that was my thing. You know. That was my thing about the episode that you watched, Nosedive, the Dallas yeah. Bryce Howard one. Was I didn't, I didn't like I enjoyed it and it looked really great, but yeah. I didn't find it totally gripping. Whereas almost all of the others, I'm totally gripped, like okay. desperately want to know what happens. Okay. I think that, and it's unique. There's nothing else like like it out there, and that's why you kind of you end up comparing it to documentaries because there's nothing. There's no other show that is doing what it's doing. Mm. It, you know, it's the, it's the Twilight Zone meets Michael Moore, and, and it's kind of like it's it's very much mm. like unique in that respect. It's that, Twilight Zone you, meets you know, Michael Moore, like and that. and it's not the yeah right. It's not maybe you don't go in and go oh buddy oh, you know I love it or anything like that, but you just it's it's just something that you kind of feel compelled like to to want to watch another one afterwards maybe mm. not straight away but you know that you're going to what you want to watch another one okay and it it has that effect and just it, yeah it just works and it's very very different right and i think he i think he comes up with compelling characters as well um, did you ever see the first fiction tv thing charlie brooker did which is my favorite fiction tv thing on tv ever which is dead set the zombie zombie big brother yeah, i did see a bit of that show yeah. yeah years ago yeah. um which i've watched probably four times all the way through i love it and yeah. i really and i found all the characters in that to be so powerful and you really cared about them. and some amazing actors as well mm. um but i think he's generally is really good at making like creating powerful characters that you care about. And I didn't, as I said, I didn't feel it that much in that first episode. And I wasn't that surprised when I found out that he hadn't written the screenplay. Okay. I will continue with black mirror. Um, If anyone's got any thoughts on this, please email us studio at the box set pod.com. What did I say earlier? I was saying box set pod at gmail.com. Wasn't I? (laughs) That that will work as well. It goes to the same one, I think. Um, I think it probably does. But but yeah, much easier to remember is studio at the box at pod.com. So, Oh, and what I said earlier was bollocks. Anyway, I said, don't forget the, the, there is no, the it's box set podcast at gmail.com. Oh God. So if you've been trying wow. to email for the length of this podcast, just email studio at the box set pod.com. Jeez. Oh, I should, I should paste a little clip of me into the very beginning saying, ignore everything I say about our email address. I say the correct email address at the end of the podcast, which is studio at the box at pod.com. Beep. That's, that's me pasting it. So, um, thank you. Next week, I've got a challenge for you. I want you to watch the first episode on Netflix of a very moody Christmas. I think it's called a very moody Christmas. It's 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 an Australian comedy, which is, uh, if you were to create an, an Australian Royal family, but in modern day with lots more movement and really funny characters, it is great. I stumbled across it by accident. It's newish. It's, uh, it's just really funny. My challenge is watch the first episode of that by next week. Um, I think the bigger challenge will be for you not to watch more than one episode by next week. I think you will. Um, and let's add a, another challenge, because I'm guessing that Jack has a massive hole in his life shaped as a Christmas film that we've all watched and we think he's a moron for not watching. So, Jack, which of these Christmas films have you not watched? Um, uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Not watched. Oh. Well, there we go. Straight in there. Um, Die Hard. Watched. Elf. Watched. Muppets Christmas Carol. God, no, no. Whoa. 
Whoa. You've just just walked into a minefield, my friend. You just reacted like the Muppets is a bad thing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, 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 you could take that as... Jack, (laughs) you've just made the biggest mistake of your life. I, Are you going to make me watch it? I did my dissertation on Jim Henson oh, and the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, yeah. I only I only watched Muppets Christmas Carol relatively recently, and I was sceptical, but I loved it. Are you kidding? Is How it, did you want to watch not it? That's the one recently? with Ricky Gervais in it, is it? No. Oh. <laughs> Marsha, how have you gone through your whole life without watching it? I don't know. I've also never seen The Sound of Music. Well, that's fine. Neither have that's, I. The Sound that's of Music right. is like five hours long. No one's ever watched the yeah. whole of The Sound of Music. Not even the people no, who are in it. No. They all walked out the premiere, I'm betting you. But Muppet's Christmas Carol is is seriously the best telling of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol that's ever been put on film. By a long way. What are you playing? Well, then debate it next week. (laughs) (laughs) Watch it all. Stay off your phone. Have a mince pie while you're watching it, okay? I'm too too busy starting season two of Gilmore Girls. Well, leave that. Watch the Muppets. Michael Caine, I I swear, I'm not being ironic and, and, you know, kitsch. Michael Caine's best ever performance as an actor is in this film, I think. Couldn't Hmm. agree more. Couldn't agree more. So watch it, right? Oh, God. That's your challenge <laughs> by next week. No ducking out. Watch the whole thing. Okay? Right, okay, then. Is what? it on Netflix? No. Uh, you'll have well, to... Well, you see, I don't, I don't watch things illegally. So well, you'll I have to buy it. struggle to find... I'll tell you what, you buy it on None iTunes. None of us watch things illegally, Jack. Don't say no. it like yeah. that. I know. <laughs> you watch it on iTunes, Jack. Buy it. If you don't like it, I will give you the money. Okay. All right then. Yep. No. Uh, uh, yeah. Deal. Good deal. Deal. Be the first payment Jack's ever received for this podcast. <laughs> well, the first payment that any of us have ever received for this podcast. Yeah, what are you all about? <laughs> right. Thank you all very much. Um, a very moody Christmas and Muppets Christmas Carol for Jack by next week. Marshall, will you join us for our Christmas special next week? I would really love to. Yeah, I think we should do some Christmas carol singing as well. Okay, we'll do that next week. <laughs> Mince pies, game face. Mince pies and party hats. You know what happens every year? It gets to Christmas and everyone else buggers off because they've got better things to do and it's yeah. just me and Jamie with me. Oh, I, can do it. I can do it. Okay. I just checked them in. I'm Great. in. I'm hey, should we all get drunk on it? Let's get drunk. Let's on get it. drunk. Yeah, that's oh, really that'd be At the great. moment, I really enjoy getting drunk. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, I'll do it I'll do it anywhere so yeah let's do it uh, great great alright see you next week for the Christmas special of the Box Set Pod goodbye everybody bye, bye. bye. don't let us down Jack I won't do don't let us down what's it called again a Muppets <laughs> Christmas Carol <laughs> Jesus the Muppets right, Christmas no, right okay I'll, I'll jump on that Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. All right. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> 